You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Maybe I'm crazy, but Lamar Ball is—he's um, right about everything. The Ball is from the future. Figured it out. Barball and Bar Ball Tesla. Is from the future. They they but they came to to steer us in the right direction. They did literally. I see what you did there. It's a car. <laughs> <It> steers. <laughs> maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That is Brandon Newman. Hola. Um, the Barball is definitely from the future. Okay, so. I mean, he just sees things before they happen. Yeah. I, speaking things into action is also something that uh, is very popular among the Christians. It's, it's easier when you already know what's going to happen. Right, right. Because you're from the future. <laughs> Not from He could be praying a lot. His prayer closet is probably very strong. Right, yes, yes. 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 Um, well, we're going to talk about LeVar a little later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about Snoop Dogg. He had some some things to say about a lot of things to say. about the Lakers. Obviously, we will talk about the Lakers. Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. um, Antonio Brown, Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. the Cowboys. Patrick Beverly is very petty, but I'm here for it. Still, still petty. Still petty. Yes, he stays petty, mm-hmm. but we like it. Um, mm-hmm. We have, we have strong losers this week. Uh, baseball's in there. And some things from the combine, but let's get started with the Los Angeles Lakers. What do you think? Rest in peace, Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers. You, I mean, how about we celebrate LeBron's first vacation in a very long time? That is a positive way to look at it. Right? If you're LeBron James. Side note: Before we get started, I just want to point out that I do, in fact, have a weird OCD in this room only. Uh, I always line up my things. I've been, I like in um, doing the Donald Trump thing. Yeah, oh, where yeah, he come, come have you ever seen it? Like, we talked about before. Like he likes to, as soon as he sits down, he moves Move something yeah. on the table, and I have every, all my drinks lined up. And I do in fact drink all three of them. I know yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but that, I mean, drink is is relative. Take small sips. Sip. Yes. Anyway, majority. the Lakers are tenth place in the West. Whew, congratulations. Uh, they lost to the Clippers last night, which. In reality, isn't a bad loss because the Clippers are in the seventh spot and, and they are playing well. Yeah. Um, Former number one seed in the West. It's yeah. Well, those things fluctuate throughout the season. The the real loss, the real end of the season, was the loss to the Suns. Like if if we're keeping it funky around here, that's really when it ended. And the way we tried to pretend like they were still in it after that. They had to beat the Clippers. It was not an option. They had to beat the Clippers, and they didn't. Well, and one of those games they lost before getting to the Clippers would have helped. Sure. Maybe like a bunch of losses that they've had throughout the season would have helped. But yes. when, at this point in the season, those yes. are losses that needed to be Ws. And they're out. Of, they're pretty much out of the playoff hunt. They're like five and a half games back right now as we speak. And mathematically, they, they're copping out a lot on the mathematically, both – Luke Walton and LeBron's like, I'm not sure mathematically we got to look at the numbers. No, no, mathematically, if a miracle happens and everyone else who was playing basketball in the NBA forgot how to play basketball, yes. a.k.a. the Monstars, yes. maybe this is a prequel Woo! to what's actually going to happen in Space Jam 2. A story is being told. I think we just figured it out. No question. Uh, maybe we didn't and just the Lakers are just bad. Food bad. Um, here's the thing about the Lakers this year, and there's a lot of different things about the Lakers this mm-hmm. year, but what I've been harping on for the past couple weeks is that while there's a lot of sexy storylines to why the Lakers are doing bad. It's Luke Wallen, and he is, is terrible ATOs, and he he doesn't have an offense, and he can't connect with the players. And then there's uh, Magic Johnson and Rob Palinka mm-hmm. and the whole Anthony Davis trade fiasco and how they handled that. And then there's LeBron not connecting with his teammates. And, you know, it, there's, there's a million different things. For me, the number one thing that happened with the Lakers this year is injuries. I know that's so boring, and there's no control over it, and there's yeah. really nothing to discuss because it's out of everyone's control. Yeah. But the injuries are what happened to the Lakers this not year. Sexy it's just, to talk about. It's not sexy. We're, we're going to put on our girdles and our house shoes and our moo-moos and talk about this because <laughs> yes. this is really what it's about. Yeah. All right? Just imagine the most unsexy story that you can possibly imagine. It's real. All right? We're, we're going we're gonna to talk about... You know, being constipated right now. That's what it is. Yes. All right. Injuries are what happened to the Lakers this year. Had LeBron not gotten injured and they were playing well going into 
all-star and, and, and going into the trade deadline, this would have been a different conversation. The trade probably would have went down. We would be in a completely different situation with the Lakers right now. How they would currently be assembled, I don't know. I don't know what that roster would look like, but I guarantee you we'd be having a different conversation. You can't lose LeBron James for the longest stretch of his career. Lonzo Ball. Games. And I know everyone's like, oh, Lonzo's not really that good. Is he the right time? Okay, just to yeah. stop it. Like, Ish. do any amount of research. Lonzo is a very important part of that team defensively, and he gets the ball moving, and they play better with Lonzo. That's just facts, okay? True. We'll discuss that later with, when we get to LeVar. You had Brandon Ingram injured. You had Kuzma injured. You just can't Rondo. have that many injuries. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Rondo. Yeah. When does it end? It doesn't. You cannot have that many injuries and have and have a successful season in the West. It's just not reality. So we can talk about all the other things, and we will. We will talk about all the things I mentioned earlier, and I'm sure I'm forgetting storylines here. But the reality is that is what the crux of the issues with the Lakers are. That's the start of it. It's the end of it. You got to have everybody on the floor at the same time. They were playing well. They were they were thriving Fourth almost. Fourth in the West. Think at, about at their this. Best. Do you remember? Let's take a trip down memory lane. Let's do it. Do you remember that team that got into the fight with the Rockets? Woo! That was this season. Doesn't yeah. it seem like a million years ago? That was this team. So we were going to be talking about the Lakers regardless, but the fact that the main storyline, they made the Lakers may have been the most injured team in the NBA all season long, and that storyline is null and void because we just want to talk about LeBron. Right. And, and that's 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 the real problem with yeah. this whole situation is that we probably put the expectations too high on the Lakers this year. I may have said that they were going to win 50 games to go to the Western Conference Finals, so I was a little off. You definitely said that, and you definitely was. Where Joy was wrong? <laughs> I was a little <laughs> off, but had they not had injuries, they probably would be there. I mean, we I don't think with that team, the way it's constructed, uh, constructed we saw big holes in the games, so much so that we know that when they were playing at their best and they were fourth in the West, that was an anomaly. I believe that was everything gelling and moving perfectly. The perfectness that they would have to play to get to the Western Conference Finals like they could have. But that was an aberration. And all these guys need to learn how to play basketball without LeBron, probably before LeBron even got there. No, I disagree. I think that that version of the Lakers was actually sustainable. Really? Yes. Because they're young players and they need time to develop. We're very impatient, and we're even more impatient because it's the Lakers, and we're even more impatient because it's the Lakers with LeBron. Okay, well, are the Lakers' young players injury-prone? Is it fair to say that? Because there's a lot I mean, of pieces around. I think it's around. safe to say that, that Lonzo has had one too many injuries at okay. this point. I wouldn't, say that with, I wouldn't say that with Kuzma. Um, maybe with with Brandon Ingram, but I, no. I don't, I don't think in any of these okay. situations are not fixable. Injuries happen, and it is what it is. And I think this year they were just plagued with injuries, which is very cliche, but it's the reality. Now, the bigger thing, and this is this is me just being petty, mm-hmm. is that I just want to remind everyone that when LeBron left uh, Miami, it was because he just couldn't bear to play with all of these older players who had all of these oh. injuries. I mean, how can he win a championship that, with championship players that have injuries? That, that, in that realm, it was fair. That was a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. That was a fair assessment. At that point in time, he wasn't playing GM because he couldn't because there were actual people there doing the job that he wanted to be doing, unlike where well, he was right. in Cleveland. And this is and that that's where we are right now. This is this is what I've realized. LeBron came into the league with incredible expectations, mm-hmm. right? We know that chosen one, Sports Illustrated, all of that. Okay, we know about it. He but, reminds us when we forget. But right, just right. to let you know, he just turns around, and just always to touch you. reminds us. But but. He needed to leave Cleveland. The whole world knew he needed to leave Cleveland if he was going to win a championship. Like, Cleveland didn't know that. Right. The first time. The first time. Right. Right. So he came to Miami and had an incredible amount of expectations. Mm -hmm. But he had a support system there that would allow him to be successful. Like a championship-level organization. Everyone forgets they already had a ring before... LeBron got there. Yes. They had D. Wade. He proved they it. had Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. They brought in Chris Bosh, and the city supported them. If he'd have stayed there forever, they, Miami would have supported him. You think so? Yes. Yes. LeBron is a lifer in Miami. Listen, uh, do you know that the Dolphins are in Miami? <laughs> okay. Okay. We understand the meaning of suffering. But LeBron had to go home. Him going okay, home. Okay, but and I'm winning. saying that in that situation, right, he had expectations. But he had the support of the fans in the city. Yeah. When he went back to Cleveland, he had even more expectations. But he had Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Okay, he had Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. 
and he had the support of the city and the fans. Yeah. Richard right? Jefferson was huge. When he came to LA, well, there were a lot of pieces in, in, right. in, all, in both places that were, that were instrumental to that. But he came to LA. The reason I point out the big names is he came to LA. He did not have the support of the city, mm-hmm. maybe Hollywood. And he did, certainly did not have the support of Lakers fans because no. we can go back and dig up plenty of, of data on how Lakers fans reacted to him takes, coming here. Yeah, yes. So, of course, there time. were people who were happy that he came here. But overall, yeah. it was not a welcome wagon for LeBron James coming to L.A. And he didn't have a star with him. He came here with a young team. Yeah. Do you remember what everyone was saying when they assembled this Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee situation? Everyone was like, how is this going to work? Suicide Squad. How is, this, how, how is all this going to come together? Well, right. it, it's, it's not going to come together because it wasn't about them. It was about the young core. But with, and, with, with, with first-round draft picks like Kuzma and Lonzo on the roster already, and you just got you just saw what LeBron James did with, as Katito Mobley called, a pack of cools and took them to the finals, That it, it made sense for us to think that LeBron James can be the glue that would get these people together and working to so that they could be as good as they were at the beginning of the season. Right, but getting to the finals is not acceptable for Los Angeles Lakers fans. This is a city of champions and winners and Hollywood and the Rams are here now and there's soccer teams and the Dodgers and UCLA and USC. This is not a game. The Clippers like this is this is real life out here. This isn't Cleveland's. No offense to Cleveland, but this isn't Cleveland. It's not Cleveland. It's not Cleveland. Thank God it's not Cleveland. It's thank God it's not Cleveland. Ooh. Correct. All right. No diss, but like thank God. I'm from Pittsburgh, Take actually. I, I don't I really thank God. I've been LA's very clear. Cleveland. I just I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> the point is this is Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. This is a whole different species. Yes. It's like it's not even a species. It's like a it's like a Voldemort yeah. dragon mm-hmm. uh sea like leech. Yeah. It's like the thing from Stranger Things. Oh, Angel. Right. That shoots laser beams. Into? Into uh, palm trees. Okay. Oasis. Okay. So if you can build that in your mind, that's what Los Angeles is. It's a beautiful place. Like paradise ran by the devil. Beautiful people. Yes. So much well well said. Much better than my description. (laughs) Although mine is very vivid and pretty accurate. That's what Los Angeles is. It's not for the weak. Right. No. It's it's another one. The weak get on a midnight train to Georgia. Okay? That's how it works, right? That's just that's the way it goes. So I think he came here and what he's doing in his first year here, he should be doing in his Wade Dirk Kobe send-off year. Imagine if all this was happening mm. while all of us had no option but to appreciate the last year of LeBron James in the NBA. Mm. Not the trade stuff, not all that stuff. I'm saying all the things that he was doing off the court. We'd be so excited about it. Yeah, because he's already a social activist. Like a, It's like a mix of Magic Johnson and Kareem while they're still playing on the Lakers. You know, you get your, the social activism side and then the, the star level making business moves and contracts so, Right, everywhere. but while they're still on the yeah, Lakers. Yeah. And the problem it's is, the is first year, everyone's wondering, are, do you really care about basketball? And and I don't mind that he's doing all these things off the court. Like right. we criticize athletes when they get in trouble, mm-hmm. when they're not on the court or on the field. So don't in the same token be mad at someone for doing positive things, right. bettering the people around him, or- Instead of catching st- the case, he's making an album. Right. You know, things like that. Things yeah. like that. Yeah. But it's too much. It's clearly too much. You clearly got involved in too many things whilst not making sure that the basketball thing was fully taken care of. Now, I'm not saying that one affects the other as far as his attention or his energy or his motivation. I'm just saying, optically, it doesn't look good. But the basketball thing is taken care of in his mind as LeBron James. He's coming into a person that even if he puts it on autopilot, let's not forget, as bad as Lakers are, he's rolling out of bed and giving us 27-8-8. So like so he's still he's still high quality player person at this point in time even with LeBron he could put on auto cruise and still be one of the most decorated statistically NBA player of all time. Right, but this is going to affect LeBron's legacy. And I do not want to have the conversation. I don't want to do it, but it's going to happen to us so just prepare yourselves gird your loins because the, as soon as the season is over the conversation about how all those eight straight finals didn't mean anything right. because he was in the east and as soon as he got to the west he missed the playoffs that's that's a reality okay and while i don't think one has anything to do with the other yeah. 
I still think the domination and getting to eight straight finals is is impressive and should not be dismissed because right. of everything that happened with the Lakers this year. But, but it is going to be in a conversation. Like we are, what I'm afraid of is we are watching. Radio. We are watching MJ with the Wizards. No, and Kanye no, already no, told no, us no, no, we should have never ever let MJ go to the Wizards. What, what did Kanye say that? Oh, you don't remember that? I, I know the discography very well. I this never is, heard this that. This is extra throwback. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, okay. I believe it was a live performance. That, that, I'll that, show but you. That, by the way, not that is but not the, that is not fair to say. That is not fair to say because LeBron has failed before. He got drugged by the Spurs when he, in his first year in Cleveland. He went to Miami and let Dirk Nowitzki win his, and everyone went off. Tyson Chandler, Jason Terry, everyone went off. And it's his storybook. He sets up. He fails. He has the freedom to do so because he is that good. And then a championship is coming. When oh, so you see those is, downfalls, championships are coming. This is trick. It's not a big trip. It's a story. He's a drama guy. He like he likes he likes making real life situations and coming from the ashes. He's the phoenix. He's going to rise from the ashes mm-hmm. and in this down dead time for LeBron James and the Lakers will arise a championship. That's f- incredibly optimistic of you. That's what he does. If you're looking at what he does, this no, is what he what does. No, that's what he did. Because okay. he's not the same player, and I think it's time we all actually say that out of our faces. He is he is having statistically a good year, yes. but you cannot tell me we are watching the same LeBron James. We're not. We're not watching the same LeBron James. Well, he's, he's disengaged. I'm not saying that he's, he's disengaged with this team. There's so many variables that are leading him to be out, and don't give me the whole Kobe thing. I will say the biggest little one magic trick ever is LeBron James coming to Los Angeles and Kobe Bryant becoming more of a goat. We saw this happening before our eyes, before it even actually I happened. Just, I, but now, uh, I'm, now Kobe, I'm appreciating Kobe. Kobe was laying, I'm Kobe Kobe was laying I'm like, the groundwork oh, for this, for what's happening with Kobe, long before LeBron even said he was coming here. And we yeah. know this, man. Yeah, he, yeah. Remember how Los we were Angeles like, goat. oh my God, Uncle Kobe. Yeah. How yeah. adorable. And they were like, what, Kobe? Why are we saying this? What's happening? How did this happen? What am I talking about? <laughs> but then you're like, you love it. Things are different. And it's like, well, who is this? This is amazing. And it's new Kobe. And here he is. So Kobe has been working on this. Y'all just now catching up. Yeah, just figured fair. it out. That's fair. His, his legend has only grown. He's a snake. He's <laughs> a golden mamba now. He is a golden mamba. <laughs> this is bullshit. It's how it works. This is so crazy. It's how it works. He is, he is, he is just... That good. That's what happens. This is where we are. Waiting game. Uh, Soon, soon, we'll see Kyrie Irving and Boogie Cousins with LeBron James and the Lakers, and then they'll be in the Western Conference Finals. That's it's interesting. It's entirely possible. I just I think that this year will be probably the most discussed year of LeBron's entire career. Uh, I know everyone thought it was going to be that championship in Cleveland. Yeah, nope. That's adorable. Mm-mm. Nope. No, Lakers everyone thought now. it was going to be the second uh, championship in Miami. Yeah, that's Ashley, yeah. She's see that? scraping see hard foam when she's trying to knock on wood, I think. No, I just wanted to make the sound. Oh, you're pointing to the. Oh, yeah, that happened. I forgot about you that. You thought one. I was trying to knock on wood? I don't know what she was doing. I seriously worry about you sometimes. You I truly do. Yes, I am to be worried about. Wow, that's so weird. Anyway, um, the point is, this is going to be the most discussed year of, of LeBron James' career. And if he doesn't win a championship, which is what I greatly fear. Oh, now you're saying if he doesn't. Because before, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, you were saying he is going to. Let's not panic. Was it a few weeks ago? Because I think it was a little further back. Okay, a few weeks on a few weeks. So, so now, like so a now it's a if. Ago? So now it's if. Oh, it is definitely an if. It's definitely an if. Uh, yeah. The Lakers are good enough to put pieces around LeBron James after seeing how bad it went this year. You're telling me that they can't correct. They can't self-correct. Here's the thing. Okay. First first chip that will fall is, is Luke Walton. Right? Yes. We all are, like, we're all in acceptance of the fact that Luke is yeah. no longer going to be Good luck with there. the Wizards next year. Whether or not that's fair, mm-hmm. life isn't fair. Yeah. I don't think it's Luke's fault, but I do think Luke has a problem connecting with he the don't players. He speak with his chest. He was mic'd up last night, and I was like, I wouldn't listen to him. I wouldn't listen to him. Yes, you were. You were, very, to, you were very coachable, Luke Brandon. That, no, I, yeah, because I was acting like the light-skinned players. Yeah. Light-skinned players get coached really well. You know, do just, they? Yeah, they, 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 they,
the point is, the point is, he hasn't been able to connect with the players, clearly. Yes. He clearly has issues with Lonzo, we know. And, yes. uh, and LeBron is off that situation. So it's going to be Ty Lue. By the way, I've been saying that for months now. I know it's hard to give me credit for anything. <laughs> But I just like the general uh, like you get population. Where, where my credit going to go? Like what, that's what people think. Well, you didn't say that. I know what I'm saying. People think that you can't have like they they need their credit to go somewhere. If you get credit, all I'm saying is that I, I, can, can I just say I was first first in the mic with the Ty Lue thing. I usually don't get caught up in these things, but every once in a while, it's, it's like, can I just get, can I just get a little credit? I can't. We have to go back to the tapes. I will. I would love to give you first on that. Trust me. Anyway, the point is, Ty Lue is going to be there next year. And that only makes sense because LeBron does not have that many more years left in the NBA, which yeah. means everyone just wash, wash over, that's happening. Yeah. And he doesn't have time to get associated with a new coach that he's never worked with before, no matter how much he likes oh, him. Oh, yeah, LeBron does not have time for that. No more time. There's yeah. no more time. You'll see Black before there you see are a new going coach to for be... the Lakers. I'm just <gasps> oh saying. Oh, my God. We don't have time to, to yeah, like, no. no new LeBron. No, 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 no. no new friends. Yes, okay, going. it's going to be Ty Lue. And then we're, we're going to... They're going to get free agents. Yeah. This whole talk of nobody wants to play in LeBron with LeBron and the Lakers, like, just stop it. Stop. Somebody's going to be here. Yeah. Whether it's Kyrie, mm-hmm. whether they figure Jason the thing Tatum. out with Anthony Davis, there's, there's going to be two people here who are all-star level next year. But... I, that doesn't what the Warriors are still there, the Rockets are still there, the West is still hard, and who knows what's gonna happen in the East. Yeah. So overall, they're a disaster. I think it's safe to say that now. And I haven't even just started discussing the whole thing with the with the trade and how that's affected everybody. I mean, we've obviously talked about it a lot. Right. But there is just no there is no I, love. Like, I, I'm not feeling the love we watching wore, the Lakers. We both wore black hoodies today. I was coming, like, in a morning sense, but also I was, like, kind of mad. So I was, like, I'm almost ready to beat up the Lakers from Instant Play. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, just, like, just black hoodie vibe. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. You, you ride. That, that is, that is, uh, yeah. What? What? That is crime mob gear. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Straight up like you like know when what? it's like, not yeah. When it's, you know what I, mean? I mean, do you have Tim's on though? No, no, I kept it. You know, we we work you with people. You work have with people. basically the opposite of Timberland. Right, you gotta can you gotta you keep sh- people guessing. Can you show? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You gotta keep you people guessing. You have the guessing. opposite uh, of Timberlands on. Oh my so at least you kept, it, you kept it. Oh. Real. You kept it real. You kept it real with, to yourself. You Nick kept it Mills, authentic. Mills, a rap by Pumas. This is gangster. That's a good end. You are not. You are. You are. You are not wearing that to a fight. No, no, that no. no. Slip, sure. Slipping and sliding. No. You don't wear rock parts to a fight. <laughs> no, you're wearing Timberlands. I would not have the earrings or any rings on. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. That's way more information than I needed. <laughs> All right, what am I winning or quitting today? Okay, Vegas has Kyler Murray and Nick Bosa tied for best odds to go number one in this year's draft. We know quarterbacks run the world, but the Cardinals could use another elite pass rusher, in my opinion. Joy, Kyler Murray will not be the number one pick in the draft. Win it or quit it. Um, I'm going to quit it. Also, girls won the world. Get it right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, quarterbacks and girls, yeah. Much like quarterbacks, girls won the world. Mm, much no. like, Much like girls, quarterbacks won the world. Who run the world? Girls. Thank you, Heller. Okay. Um. Anyway, mm-hmm. he is going to, what did I say, quit it? Yes. Uh, he's not going to be the first pick? Yeah, you said no. Okay, I meant, I meant with it. <laughs> you confuse me. You confuse me. Wait a minute. Not, you confuse I me with your Beyonce slander. I just, um, wait a minute. Are you... you he, think is, he, he is going to be the number one pick in the draft. He shouldn't, but he is going to be the number one pick in the draft. Why shouldn't he be the f- number one pick in the draft, you ask? I'm going to tell you. Okay. Uh, it's not because of hate, mm-hmm. because that's the first thing everyone's going to say, uh, you're a hater. Right. I don't care, because the Dolphins are not going to take him number one over on the draft, so it doesn't matter to me. If you mm-hmm. want to be Arizona and take him number one over on the draft, that is your decision. You may have spoke that into existence. That's, uh, what, they better not. Mm-hmm. They could do it. Miami's made some not. trades before. You better not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if you're going to make any kind of trades, you get your Josh Rosen down there. Mm-hmm. All right? That's the only thing I will accept. That works. So don't get anything going crazy. Continue, I'm sorry. Anyway, the point is, Kyler Murray has shot up the draft boards, as uh, anyone with uh, the buzz around this time of year is wont to do. Yeah. Um, everyone was very curious about how how tall yes. in the air he stood. Yeah. We have the bottom line now. It's 5'10 and 1'8". Yeah, we were saying As a short shorter. person, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think we said 5'9". Yeah, we were saying it was shorter with the cleat height and stuff, but no, it's... It's, it's 5'10". Yeah, 5'10". Good for him. Um, good for him. Yeah. He's uh, 195 pounds, mm-hmm. and he is, is... Everyone is insistent that his size doesn't matter. 
how tall you are, are and how much you weigh matters in any sport. Yes, it's very important. So, uh, they, as I said before, I don't care about it yeah. because that's not news to anyone. I don't know why everyone, like, it's like he decided he wasn't going to play baseball and everyone was like, but he's very short. We have an announcement. Kyler Murray, <laughs> not that tall. Like, what? Huh? Didn't we know this? Has I mean, he not been playing college football for a very premier program? I'm pretty a, sure we knew how no, big he was. No, it's a discussion that needs to be had because before, I thought he was going to win the Heisman because I watched the very first Oklahoma game and I heard that this guy is definitely going to play baseball. And I was like, oh, he's just going to let it rip. He's going to let it loose this season, and that's what happened. And, yeah, it's a conversation change. He's no longer playing baseball. Now he decides to play quarterback in the NFL and wants to be the number one pick taken. The position he was already playing in college? His height is now relevant. I'm just saying, for everyone who forgot how tall he was throughout this whole situation, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. It's put weird. The, put the clip The on. point is, yeah. we know how big he is. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. What can you do on the field that can be developed in the NFL on a elite level, okay? So we know he, he can run. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that because as we know, that has a specific Shelf life, life. Yeah. in the NFL mm-hmm. and you're not playing against college players, which everyone tends to forget, okay? Right. Everyone who plays in the NFL is a professional football player. That means they're all very good. Even the ones that aren't very good are still professional football players, yeah. and they're men, mm-hmm. so they're bigger. Yes. That's how it works. Yeah. So I'm sorry if I sound condescending, but I just am saying things I feel like everyone should already be discussing, and mm-hmm. they're not. So I don't care about how big he is. I care about is he going? Is he the number one overall pick in the draft, and what that means? Now Arizona is in a kind of a different position because they have Cliff Kingsbury, who's a new coach, first time, and coach he's going to want to. Start his program anew. Now, Colin made a very good point when he was talking about Jared Goff. Whenever you have a split building mm-hmm. or people who are not sold on the guy, right. like everyone wasn't on Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay came in, said this is the guy. He became the guy. Mm-hmm. And then they were playing in the Super Bowl this year. Right. It happened with Trubisky in yeah. Chicago. They did it with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Now we don't know how far that's going to go with Lamar right. Jackson, but he did have a successful season. Mm-hmm. Trubisky had a successful season. So that's the thing. If, if Kingsbury comes out and says, no, Rosen is our guy, we're going forward and building around Josh Rosen, then I think they should trade back in the draft and get other pieces because they need a lot. Well, they have plenty of enough time to say that. So if they say that at this point, that would be a huge surprise. Well, I don't think that they should because strategically that doesn't make any sense. Right. Keep building up Kyle, Kyler Murray either way. Make it seem like this is who you're going to take and make other – it's a copycat league. True. Other people are going to start taking notice mm-hmm. and, and being like, well, if they – they really want him. Maybe we, re- we really want him. Like that, That's a thing that happens. So yeah. I think that there may be some major trades. There always are when it comes to the draft day. But that's what I would do. It's I would stick with Josh Rosen. I, I, I think he was playing behind the worst or second worst offensive line in the league. When they decided to play him. Like, let's, let's, like he was behind Sam Bradford for the first six games. Right, which is a whole other thing that, yeah. that I am very against. If you take a quarterback in the t- top ten in the draft, you need, just, you need to play him. Yeah. He needs experience. That's the point. But everyone is now comparing Kyler Murray to Russell Wilson and to Baker Mayfield. And my thing is, stop trying to go for the exception. Baker Mayfield is not Russell Wilson. Hmm. I'm not saying he can't become Russell Wilson, but right now he's still Baker Mayfield, who had an incredible rookie season. By the way, I said from the beginning of Baker's season, he should have been starting as well. Yes. So we're big supporters of Baker before everyone starts getting confused, because I know Cleveland Browns fans, they get very confused about how I feel about their team. I don't understand what's so complicated, but for some reason there's some confusion. Baker Mayfield had a great season. He's the guy. They should build their team around him. I said he should have been starting from the beginning of the season. Hoping clip that off and send that off to <laughs> Cleveland land. The point is, Baker was a very qualified quarterback. Mm-hmm. He had 46 starts in college. Man. Russell Wilson, who is basically the same size as Kyler Murray. Baker Mayfield's actually much bigger. Baker Mayfield is 6'1", 220. Yeah. So I don't even know why he's in this conversation, because he's actually much bigger. Short style and he has the 46 starts. Okay. Yeah. Russell Wilson, 5'11", 204 pounds coming out of college. How many starts did he have, you say? 46. Kyler Murray is 5'10", 195, or 205, whatever. He has extra, uh, you know, meat hoagie. Yeah. Okay? He has 17 starts. You can argue that's because a star like Baker Mayfield was in front of him this entire time. 
Do you, do you want him to I'm spend another argue. year? I'm not argue. I'm saying those are facts. No, I don't think he spend... should say another year. Okay, Absolutely so... not. I'm just saying that this idea that he should be compared to these two guys is ludicrous. Fair. They have an incredible amount more experience. Mm-hmm. That is a huge margin there. Which is why it's so crazy that he's even being considered as the number one pick in this draft. That's I, how that's how bad this draft is from the quarterback position. Yes, that is the point. And it's not it's not saying that he won't eventually develop into something great, that he's not incredibly skilled, mm-hmm. that he doesn't deserve to be in the conversation for the first quarterback taken. I'm just saying building your organization around a young man, mm-hmm. I don't like the word kid, young right. man who has 17 starts in college football. At quarterback. Who... The conversation about his size matters to some people, to an organization who had the worst or second worst offensive line in the entire league, who needs many more pieces on both sides of the ball, seems a bit risky to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Hey, we got it in there. <laughs> no, you're not. You're right. Am I right? Because that's right. I feel like I'm not a huge data person. But he's not going number it just one. Feel, no, no, he is. He's he not. is going to go number one. He's not. I feel very strongly about that. He's not. I wouldn't do it. I would trade back. I it's would the keep NFL. Josh Rosen. They, 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 they it's, 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 it's important. Everyone's watching. He ain't going. I'm not willing to bet a whole lot on that. I'm pretty sure he is. All right, what's next? Antonio Brown's attempts to getting out of Pittsburgh have been well documented on this podcast. Same goes for Anthony Davis and his efforts to get out of New Orleans. Now, both players are making a case for player mobility and controlling your own destiny. Joy, the A-B method of mobility is the new wave. Wit it or quit it? Uh, Wit it. Also, shout out to New Orleans. It's Fat Tuesday. Yes, yes, Fat yes. Tuesday. I was like, I, t- I texted I text the group and I'm like, what do, what do you do on Fat Tuesday? Unless well, you have the baby cake, you don't do nothing. Well, we're not in New Orleans, so. Well, you just don't celebrate Fat Tuesday. Do we? I think you just yeah. I think I thought everybody did. That's so not thing. Doesn't drinks a lot. I thought oh, I thought fat too. Yeah, you eat a lot. You eat a lot too. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Um. Anyway, yes, I'm going to win it. So the the newest the newest earthquake announcement mm-hmm. from Antonio Brown. Uh, obviously, he was on the shop. Yes. And uh, very good show. Very good episode. It was a good episode. Yes. Him and Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Foxx and Two Chains and yes. LeBron and Maverick were discussing. Did I miss anybody? Shout out. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're discussing what happens when you try to control your own narrative. Mm-hmm. And organizations try to make you seem uh, selfish or they, they kind of twist it and attack your character, which right. I do think happens um, to some degree. And Antonio Brown then did an interview with ESPN, and he said a lot of things, but most notably he said, I don't even have to play football if I don't want. I don't need the game. I don't need to prove nothing to anyone. If they want to play, they're going to play by my rules. If not, I don't need to play. Obviously, I want the game, but I don't need the game. It's a difference. He also said he's an entrepreneur. He's got $30 million in the bank, and his house is paid off, so he's chilling. Is he? Um, he seems very busy right now. He's very busy. Okay. I'm saying he's chilling. He feels like he's chilling as far as his finances yes, go. Feels this like is it. the thing about Antonio Brown. And it's it's a very deep cultural conflict for me on many levels. Like Obviously, my brother played mm-hmm. for 15 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm very pro player. My fiance played for 13 years in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I'm a very pro player. I am just pro player. Like I think that... People should be able to move and control their careers. I think they should make all the money in the world because it doesn't come out of my pocket mm-hmm. if they make more money. I think you should pay the right person the money, but sometimes that doesn't happen. Right. Either way, I don't care about the money. I care more about production than how much money that you're making. Like If, you're, if you are productive on a bad team and you're making a lot of money, I feel like that's still fine. Because you're doing what you need to do. Yeah, that makes sense. The point is, is Antonio Brown and Anthony Davis are basically saying they want to control their careers. They want to control their narrative. They want to be entrepreneurs. They want to be their own person, control their stardom. And organizations either don't like that or trying to suppress that or trying to say because you want to leave that you know you're not a good person or you're not a good teammate or you're not a hard worker i think with antonio it's more for antonio brown than anthony davis because i think a lot of the blame with the anthony davis situation is getting put on clutch sports right getting put on del dems and the pelicans LeBron. and then of course on magic johnson rob palinka and a little bit on lebron because yeah. nobody thinks anthony davis is a bad guy now there were right. some stories out there and he did kind of look bad in this situation mm-hmm. saying he didn't want to go to boston although he didn't say that his father did they, they did kind of attack his character. But for the most part, he has a good reputation. So it didn't really damage him as much as it damaged everybody else. Right. Now, some people obviously had a problem with it. 
it's few and far between with Anthony Davis, although it still happens. Antonio Brown's a completely different situation. Now, I think there's plenty of blame to go around in the Antonio Brown situation right. as well. Plenty of it goes to Ben Roethlisberger, a lot to Mike Tomlin, and now a lot, I feel, is on the management side of things because the GM comes out and calls everybody on the team kids. That's your mentality. Like, you let it slip. That's yeah. how you talk. You yeah. know everyone's going to pay attention to what you say. Yeah. If you said, if you called every, these grown men who have kids, yeah. Kids, that's how you look at it. Be careful telling people how you really feel. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's how you look at it. You think that they're kids. So don't be surprised when they act however they want. Because this is clearly how you treat people. That Like, there's a level of respect, which is Antonio Brown's been talking about this whole time. I feel like I've mostly been on Antonio's side. What he has going on off the field, like, whatever issues, you know, there's some stories out there. Like, that's a whole different conversation. But as far as what's happening with the Steelers and Antonio Brown and the interviews that he's doing, first mm -hmm. of all... He's probably just killing some of his trade value. They may end up cutting him, and then he goes where he wants. That yeah. may be what the motivation is behind Ooh, all of this. Okay. Um, I think that's Chess kind move. of far-fetched. Yeah. I think he's really just doing what he feels like he wants to do. Unfortunately, yeah. But this this whole thing where like athletes are supposed to be quiet and humble mm. and just part of the team, right. and it's like this "you should be happy to be here" thing. It's the football mentality. But it's, it's, it's but it's it's with the NBA too. Like I don't yeah. like they're even though the NBA is way more sure. mobile. Right. And no, I mean like Kevin Durant and like when guys go for the max or whatever. Like this this is a conversation that is pretty steady. It's not as strong in the NBA because the culture of being more mobile mm -hmm. and the money and all that it's is very different. And, right. and it is a star driven league. But this was going to trickle over to the NFL. It was inevitable. And it's not just because guys want money or like guys feel like they should have guaranteed contracts, which they should of any of the leagues. It should be the NFL. We live in a different world now. Social media has made things different. People are more aware of their finances. They are, they are aware that there's a life beyond the mm -hmm. sport that they play while they're still playing it. They're better with making sure that the right people are taking care of their money, that they have their money invested, that they're working on other businesses. A lot of that has to do with LeBron and, yeah. and guys like Tom Brady mm -hmm. and guys like Gronk who have been really great with their money. And you've seen how hard it is for former players who haven't been great with their money I mean, there's whole documentaries on it. They yeah. broke. Like, it, guys are aware of that is a reality, and it and it always should have been. Mm -hmm. But it's it's this mentality that you can't think of the end or you're closer to the end, and that's silly. Like, you need to prepare your whole life for the next step. There's right. a reason why we have 401ks. Like, exactly. I don't want to think about that, but right. like, you got to have it. It's the way it works. So, this is a new wave, and I, I'm off this this thing where it's like happy to be here. Antonio Brown's a sixth round pick. Man, he's not Central happy Michigan, to be Maxim. here. He worked his Talk ass off. That, you know, yeah. it's not, that doesn't just happen. Mm -hmm. It's not an accident. Now, he's in a different place now, clearly, obviously. Right, nine years but, in the league. But for you to say like he's not a hard worker, just... It, it, it has this... I don't know how else to say it, but it, you know what I'm saying though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, disrespect you know what I'm is, a, like, is a is a nice word to say. Disrespectful, of, right? It's kind of, and it's not just with Antonio Brown, but yes. it just feels mm -hmm. a little bit like yes. the thing that the race version to get back in the kitchen, which is a terrible thing to say as well. Well, I think it's funny because I'm not a good cook. But yeah, that, that, that's you, you, you said it though. Like that's yes. that's how it feels. Yes. Like this, this. Uh, well, you should be a part of a team, and you should just be happy to be here. Mm -hmm. And you know, like people would kill for this. Like, Ugh. he's not Ugh. squandering his career. He's right. not. Is he physically hurting anybody by what he's doing? Is he? hurting anyone else's career by what he's doing in a way he's clearing the deck by saying okay hey let's all remember here i've taken care of myself up to this point i was a low round draft pick i have the ability now where i am one of the best at this position in this league right now i have the right to be a diva let's not forget that i could just walk away from this i don't i don't need your money which right. you, and you've talked me into because i never really a big fan of that type of those type of comments when football is a team-driven sport right. that is based solely on a lot of different variables and a lot of people getting it right, especially for a wide receiver, the farthest way you get from the ball. Right, it's a dependent position. You no, know, you're you're flipping me because it, it there does need to be a, a reminder to everyone is like, yes, as lucky as he is to be in the room and be even talked about, 
about getting a new contract with more money and new opportunities. At that same time, this is a person who's worked so hard to get up to this point right now in his life to be able to make this this change and he's doing it and he's also going to empower generations of players that are watching from their high school classrooms at this point in time right because everyone just boils it down to like he's being a diva and he's being difficult and he bailed on his teammates and he's calling out his teammates and he's throwing the Steelers under the bus and it's like Ben threw him under the bus too. Yeah, Tomlin yeah, allowed exactly. a, a strong level of dysfunction mm-hmm. to exist. Everyone blamed Le'Veon at the beginning of the year, didn't they? And Le'Veon wasn't there, and they still didn't make the playoffs. So I right. guess it wasn't Le'Veon's fault. Yeah. And now they're going to blame Antonio Brown, and we're going to see next year if it really is Antonio Brown's fault or whoever is there if it's their fault. The and I got to be honest with you, Ooh. I don't feel like they're going to make the playoffs Mm-mm. next year. You had Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger and Juju, and you didn't make the playoffs. Well, winning winning solves all, and we'll see when they get to work because they, they have a lot of work to do. I I just feel like what you said is exactly how I feel. This is this is a new wave. It's only going to continue. We saw it with Odell. We see mm-hmm. it with Cam Newton. Yeah. Okay. We're seeing it with Le'Veon Bell. We're seeing it with Antonio Brown. It's only going to continue, and there's nothing wrong with it. And everyone's not motivated by the same things. Like this right. this idea that. Like like Philadelphia was talking about it when they won their championship, and uh, and overall, I didn't really I didn't really like it because it's like yeah, you won a championship. Mm-hmm. You're you're not a dynasty. Right. Like the Patriots are a dynasty, and maybe that is the only way to be a dynasty in the NFL is to have everybody on one mantra army, right. and you, you everyone just gets in line and takes pay cuts, and it, it's nice to win. So I feel you, Sacrifices. but everybody's not motivated by that, and right. that's okay. You you can have a Larry Fitzgerald and an Antonio Brown. In fact, team. I would argue you have to because if yeah. everyone was like Larry That's Fitzgerald, true. Larry Fitzgerald wouldn't be special. Hello. I don't like Larry Fitzgerald coming out because I do think it's you. I have no problem with what Larry Fitzgerald said because that's how Larry Fitzgerald feels. Okay, I, I agree with that. But when the crowd starts cheering you on and he starts feeling that, and I think that's the point where you start, hey guys, this is someone's life. This is like with. The, like there's a little bit of y'all don't know what you guys are celebrating right now, right? And 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 he he is kind of right. Like there's a chance that Antonio Brown ends up somewhere with a quarterback that's not great. He plays a dependent position. Mm-hmm. It might not work out well for him for the rest of his career. I certainly don't hope that. Right. But Antonio Brown's a great player. He's gonna be on a team next year. Don't fool yourself. Right. It, there, there's not that much talent mm-hmm. in the NFL that they're gonna just not have Antonio Brown on a roster. Yeah. Just forget it. That's happening. And I think he's going to be successful. But I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with Larry Fitzgerald being the way that he is or Antonio Brown being Antonio Brown or Odell being Odell or anyone else being who they are. Like, everyone's not motivated by the same things. The world is different now. People make money off the field. And empowering men to be themselves in a suppressive environment that has been the NFL as far as personalities go. I've been saying this for the past two years. Celebrate your stars. It, it, it's it's genius. It's the world we live in. Like, yeah. pay attention to the new wave. And I just feel like that's that's what's happening. All right, what's next? America's team just franchise tagged their star defensive end, Demarcus Lawrence, and hoped to get a long-term deal done with cornerback Byron Jones, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, all very soon. Looks like Jerry Jones is opening up his checkbook. Joy, the Cowboys are going to buy their way into the Super Bowl. Quit it or quit it? Uh, quit it. What? No. What do you mean? I don't think so. But all, the, all, the, all the signs. They did a lot of things. Jerry, uh, he was recently at the Combine with Jerry Jones. He said, this is my 30th Combine. I don't have 30 more. Well, we don't know that, Jerry. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that means more to me than winning a Super Bowl, not to get another billion dollars. Well, yeah. When you have a couple billion, it's it's like, what's... I don't know. What's a billion more? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know what that's like. But um, I'm all for paying Dak as we went over. I went insane about that. So obviously I think that that Dak should be paid. Yeah. Um, because for a friend of you that missed that episode, go back and watch. But if you would like to know what I said, Mm -hmm. I basically said that, you know, he's been making pretty much nothing on a fourth round contract up until this point, and they have not yet been able to put a Super Bowl roster around him. So Mm -hmm. why would I take less money from from the contract when you've already proven that with a very, very team-friendly contract, just about as team-friendly as you could possibly get for a starting quarterback that – Wins divisions and yeah, so it was a team games. friendly forced contract. Forced contract. Okay, but yeah, I'm saying forced. he, of course, but regardless, that's the money that they're paying him. Yeah. 
and you haven't been able to put a Super Bowl level team around him. So why would I believe that you be able to do that if I take less money in the contract that I'm owed? Makes no sense. The point is, I I, I want this, I want it to be a Chiefs Cowboys Super Bowl. Okay, that's what I want. Okay, that's, that's the what point. That's what, that's what I'm praying for. That's what I need in my life. Then why don't you win it? Because I just don't think it's going to happen. First of all, everyone was freaking out about this With Jason Witten thing. What? Chiefs, Cowboys, who wins? The Chiefs. Yeah, come on now. Cowboys don't win Super Bowls in, in the new millennium. Yeah. yeah. But, but the Chiefs do? Uh, no, but the Chiefs are closer than the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Statistically. All right. You know what I'm saying? Not with Jason Witten. Okay, so let's discuss the Jason Witten thing. Okay, because we got to do it. All right, everyone's very excited. Um, The news came that Jason Witten, he's he's leaving Monday Night Football and he's coming back. Um, I got to say, I I do not understand this move at all. Whatever makes you happy, of course. Okay, get your hand in the dirt. Sometimes some people just miss their hand in the dirt, and I respect that. What? Okay, here's the thing. But I respect it. It's, it's, it's Monday Night Football, yeah. right? So it's a job you could have for the next 30 years. Yeah. And Career. it's a premier job. Mm-hmm. And you knew that when you took it. He knew somebody was thirsty to fill that spot with somebody who was going to watch the games. That's what he knew. I think he still was figuring it out, clearly. Jason Witten, he was never – that was seemed like a very temporary chair he was in. Did it? Did you think he was going to do that for very long? I mean – Him and Booker? Just, just, just to be clear, because I know everyone gets really crazy yeah. about who calls the games. It doesn't bother me That's true. unless it's a Dennis Miller level catastrophe. I, I, it, everyone Bad gets really set. wild Doing about no like game. who's calling the games yeah. and Chris Collinsworth is biased or something. Like I, I just, he is no name. It's bias. really not that big of a deal to me. Like I'm watching the football game. Yeah. it doesn't really affect me okay. on, a, on a very deep level. Okay. So the point is, Jason Wynn has not played football for an entire year. When he felt like. He was retiring to then take a job that he would be in for like the next 30 years. So physically, what is he coming back as? I don't know. Cowboys fans certainly feel like they know. He broke that uh, that trophy at the, at the Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's he broke that. Yeah, he's, he's coming if back he's that more strong, healthy, I mean, a year older and a year more healthy. That was a well-crafted than he was trophy he broke before. He can come back. Don't don't do this, Joy. Don't do that. It's it's him. It's coming back. He's going to be a coach on the field. Jackie Moon, like, yeah, Jason Witten is Jackie Moon. What a good that's movie. the take. Um, well, if that's, that's true, take. that's fun. Yeah. But I. Get I, back to the Cowboys and go to the Super Bowl. Is he going to wrestle a bear? <laughs> I mean. Who's Woody Harrelson's character? I mean, some of those defensive ends. <laughs> uh, who is Woody Harrelson's character? Mm, interesting. Beasley. Easy. Is it, is it Sean Beasley. Lee? Cole Beasley. He's Ooh, a Sean Lee's old, though. That suit. That fits. Yeah, he's it. got the injuries. Yeah. Bad knees. Achy. Can we get to them when going to the Super the Bowl? The point is, I, I, I just. I would like to see Jerry win another Super Bowl. I would love for the Cowboys to be in the Super Bowl just for, I mean, like ratings and All that. chaos alone. Mm-hmm. In Miami on Fox? Um, yes, exactly. Miami on Fox, Super Bowl so this year. Yeah. Um, but I just don't, I, I, I don't, I just had this feeling with the Cowboys. It's like always, it's really flashy. And then in the end, it's, you know. They make the monies, they're, they'll win the games, they'll be fine. They lose in the divisional round of the Packers mm-hmm. and then they miss playoffs and then they beat the Seahawks Ashley, in the what wild do you card think? round and then lose the Rams in the divisional round. And Is Jerry Jones going to buy his way into a Super Bowl Des this year? Des caught it, but it didn't matter. And, yeah, you know yeah I mean? all that. I mean, these are just, I'm just telling you the truth. All I'm saying is, we have Amari. I know how you, listen, hold the microphone in front of your face. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you doing? It's like, the, the, it's, Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> while talking. Yeah. I just sold it like a Harry Potter one. Anyways, oh. anyways, Jason Witten can only help Dak. He can't hurt Dak. I think you're New Heller. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, what I'm, the I'm, I'm, f- I'm upset. I'm upset. I threw it to you. This is yeah. This way to quit is going on way too long. That's the most insulting thing ever. <laughs> I think it's true. Hear ye, hear ye. The Clippers, uh, mo- most notably Patrick Beverly, are petty. Uh, mm. But I'm here for it. I like it. Patrick Beverly, you know, he don't play no games. No, never have. He ain't here for the games. Plays a lot of games when, while not playing games. Yeah, no, I mean, he literally plays mm-hmm. games in the NBA, but he don't yeah. play no games right. while no. he's playing those games. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, he got the uh, the Lakers fans to start doing the booing, the boo birds out last night in what felt like the the last game they needed to play this season. Well, at least the <laughs> last one lost, LeBron needs to play. And their loss to the Clippers. LeBron's not going to sit. Um, but Patrick Beverly was asked about it. And, um, well, he was actually, he actually said in the beginning of training camp, he said, I played for Miami with LeBron. 
um, in 2010. They cut me. I got drafted by the Lakers. They traded me in Miami. Braun got there. They cut me. I remember like it was yesterday. So there's a chip on my shoulder. So he remembers things. Um, I also think he said, he might have said at the beginning of the season um, or at some point this season, he said that the Clippers were the better team in LA. And turns out, turns out, where's the lie? He guarded LeBron too. Uh, and it felt like they, um, yeah, he sure did. Yeah. Uh, it felt like the Clippers had kind of given up on the season a bit when they traded Tobias Harris. Because mm. it was like, no, it's like, really why? a player. Yeah, like, what? Yeah. Are you, you should try, not trying to make the Don't playoffs? Don't question or? Jerry West. Um, but they got it figured out, and mm-hmm. they're in the seventh seed right now, and they ended the Lakers season, which I'm sure gives them a bunch of pride. Doc Rivers wanted no conversation about it, obviously. Yeah. He's going to stay out of that conversation. But um, but Pat Beverly is scared. And, uh, and, it was, and it was actually, like, a fun watch. And in a weird way, I was kind of like, oh, you know, good, good for the Clippers. Good for the Clippers. Good for That's, the Clippers. That, that, that is foreshadowing whatever stars end up at the Clippers next year. Because that game oh, no. next year is going to be stars on stars on stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's going to be turned up all the way. Yeah. All the way in turned L- up. L- Atlanta. In, in, in L.A. L.A. Yes. In L.A. In L.A. In Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Um, but it'll be cool to have both of the Los Angeles teams hype next year, which they will be, because the Clippers are probably going to get Kawhi Leonard, and the Lakers are going to get someone uh, whether it's Anthony Davis or Kyrie or you know Boogie, as you um, mm-hmm. predicted, KD might be in the Clippers' um, uniform as well. I don't know. I don't know. I, I said it with some conviction earlier in the season. I, I don't know about that anymore. I'm not so sure. Anything happen? Anything can happen. Everything is awesome is what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah, I remixed it. <laughs> this guy liked it. It's time for high key, low key. All right, high key, low key, high key, low key. I think that was actually that might be the new drop. Yeah, is it? That was. That's pretty good. High key, low key. Just to give a baby girl. Matched him. Um. All right. So high key, <laughs> Snoop went off. Yeah. Low key, he's probably speaking for all Lakers fans. At Thank this point. you. Thank you. I was like, I was, I was sitting here like, wait a minute. Am I am I new to this? Like, am I the only one upset right now? And then Big Snoop talked, and I was like, okay, cool. Wait a minute. Yeah, he, um, well, to paraphrase, he's unhappy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know which part of this man is appropriate to distraught. read. Um, bad year. It was terrible watching my Steelers play this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then b- just really from there, um, he says some things. Um, basically, he he's, he's upset. If you haven't seen it, right. just go take a listen. But, yeah, I mean, he's speaking for a lot of Lakers fans. Um, the other one. What? Oh, my hair's sticking out there. I'm gonna do it. I got the hoodie on. Yes, you know, yes, yes, so it's yes. Difficult. Yeah, right. I'm wearing the um, Aaliyah's uh, uh, MTV uh, Rock and Jock jersey. That's, and, and also, shouts out to all the old MTV shows, mm-hmm. the Spring Break, Rock and Jock, all that. That was that was MTV used to bring it strong. It was yeah, it was appointment television. It was yeah. Real World. Woo! Don't get what me started. What was your favorite season of Real World? Probably Boston. You know what I mean? What Las Vegas was crazy. Vegas when I was 13, was Las Vegas, I was like, eight. I don't know how what old was I was. What was the like, season oh, um, where the girl refused to wear clothes in the house? Do you remember that one? Mm-mm. <sighs> what what like was a, that? Sounds like a Heather move. Um, I don't know. But could you imagine if Real World was now? They need to bring Real World back like for real Real World. Yeah, and They like, probably do some sort of like Real World sure Road Rules challenge thing. A, yeah, they definitely do the challenge. They might even have like a... They have actual Real World? They may Are have. They? Yeah, like they like authentic real world? Right. Not authentic. It's different. No, Ryan it's got to be like that, it. whoever, though. Whoever does Shark Tank, do that. all the other shows do yeah. real world. Because real world was crazy. Yeah, legit. Can you bring back um, Flavor of Love, too? Yes. Well, yeah. Well, we, he may have Flavor's found love. Flavor's probably single. He may have found love. He yeah, may that's found true. Fun. He may well, he love. did. He was with Bridget Nielsen for Soldier in love. Soldier's love. Oh, Find somebody for Soldier Boy. Oh, my God. Oh my God, Brandon! Gosh, I got, we might have to cut this we out and save it. We have to stop producing things for our producing better okay, television. Anyway, uh, wow. The point is, I forget how on earth did we get started talking about Three. this. Um, From Seattle, huh? Seattle, Seattle. That was the year where she wouldn't wear clothes. That was crazy to me. Cyrus from Boston lives she next to me. She had Lyme's disease. I'm pretty sure. What? That was wild. How do we start talking about this? Well, anyway, the point is, Snoop is upset, yes. and he's had it with the Lakers this mm-hmm. year, as have most Lakers fans. And uh, I feel him, but I also like this. We all got ahead of ourselves with the expectations for the Lakers yeah. this year. Well, they, I mean, they shouldn't have set him so high by playing well. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that was good. Um, high key, LeVar is always right. 
Loki, uh, he's from the future. We figured it out. He's actually from the future. Yeah. Undefeated, never lost. He really has it. All right. He 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 gave the warning that his son was going to be the X Factor in LA. Uh, people laughed. He was right. The Lakers are five and twelve with Lonzo out of the lineup, and uh, it's looking more and more like Luke is just basically fired, which he also said was oh, e- yes. either going to happen or should most certainly happen. He and was first, first on that. He was first, 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 yeah. first, first yeah. to the mic. Documented. Yes, get first him up out of there. Yes, LeBron and Lonzo be cool. Yes, um, I, he said Lonzo was going to be a Laker. I mean, I think we should just preemptively get our Lamelo and Jello jerseys because this is happening. I mean, and start Happen drinking milk. milk. Start drinking milk. No, I can't with that. Lavar's got to be right. He I can't be milk. right on everything else and wrong on milk. I'm not saying he's wrong on milk. I'm just saying I'm not willing to participate in the milk thing. All right, I've come be, too far. You with don't not be great like Lavar. Ice cream probably counts. I don't. Uh, who eats ice cream? Don't Brandon. do that, Joy. And don't, and don't do that because you don't even know. I, mean, I don't I'm not saying I, I don't cream. eat ice cream, but like you actively have ice cream in your house that you eat. I mean, it's 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 big on the and the the white girl side of things. Yeah, white girls love to have ice cream in the house. I've been yeah. Why are you in the microphone? Already grabbed the mic. She looked at me as if I would, could be wrong, and she said she had ice cream last night. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, in so the fridge, in the tuck, thing. ice cream in the tuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a. Yeah. It's I a, took a chance and I was right. You're it's right? a. It's yeah. a. It's a uh, less less melanin. Ashley, you're gender ice cream person. Ice cream. In a, no. J- Ashley postmates everything. She's not yeah, gonna keep true. ice cream I mean, in the I house. I mean, I have postmated ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> salt no. And so disgusted. I can't get mad because I have actually postmated salt salt and straw in the past too. Whoa, 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 Joy. She's okay. Joy's postmated ice cream. It's not as good though. We're criticizing people for having ice cream. No, and you say I'm not you saying, saying, Well, I post it because I don't have it in my house. And, and more importantly, it was like once in my entire life. I'm not saying I don't eat ice cream. I'm just saying like, it's not like, oh, like I'm not a thing in my own. I think I'll just, just go have a thing of ice cream. Salon Straw is excellent. If you're so coming good. to Los Angeles to one place gang, to go. Gang with ice go, cream. Yes, I mean, yeah. forget it. Uh, don't be the person that tries all of the different flavors, though. And if you can, they will. They will. They will oblige. Yeah, you'll probably be that great person. Great customer service. Um, after about the fifth or sixth time, <laughs> if you do it, you're really just a bad person. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, so Lavar is always right. Yes. Um, finally, high key, <laughs> high key. We have not discussed rookie of the year enough this Don't year, do this. Um, or MVP for that matter. And low key, Trey Young should be in the conversation because everyone just kind of gave it to Luca. Trey Young is averaging 18.2 points per game, 7.8 assists per game, and 3.4 rebounds a game. Now, obviously, he's averaging the lowest amount of rebounds out of the top five draft picks because um, he's on the smaller end. Yes. But will always be. That's really yes. He's not going to grow. Mm-mm. That's really impressive. Now it's going to go to Luca, but I think we're just forgetting about Trey Young because he plays for the Hawks. And the style of play that he plays really impressive this year. He's the, the style of play he plays. We're still all in. We're still I, all I, in. I don't. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's very, very interesting, and it's going to be very interesting for this draft class as well coming Listen, up because everyone's all in on Zion. I'm not saying you shouldn't be all in on Zion. Zion's clearly going to go number one overall. I'm just saying I've been telling you about R.J. Barrett, and I really think that he's going to end up being the more effective player long term in the NBA. Effective player long term in the NBA is one conversation. Importance is another. NBA fans are still obsessed with physical basketball. If they weren't, LeBron James wouldn't be the most important basketball player because he is. If they didn't care about that, if they cared more about skill and shooting, Jason Harden and Steph Curry would be the most popular basketball players in the NBA, and they're not. So we can Harden keep talking is, about J- Trey Young. I think it's James Harden. Who, James Harden? What I say? Oh, you said Jason Harden. Who's, which one's that? I don't know, Jason Harden. Jason Sounds Harden. Like he's really oh, shout out to Jason though. Harden. I used to, woo, I used to, football. Oh. Yeah, play coach. Coach tried to make him quit by me just doing one on ones over and over again against him and Jason. Yeah, that's not yeah. like a real story. Yeah. No, um, true. Look it up. He anyway, wants, I don't know. I just I think lifting. it's interesting, and and he should be in the conversation for rookie yeah. of the year. Um, all right, loser power rankings. Loser power, power rankings. rankings. These are the losers of the week. Baseball. So, baseball. Um, the thing about baseball. Loser. Yeah. Baseball video games are very fun, though. Oh, okay. Very is strong. (laughs) Very fun. Yes, fun. What was the original one? Um, Showtime or oh, backyard. Now backyard baseball was lit. 
Backyard, all backyard games were lit. Is that the one I'm thinking of? It's like the little kid's street one. Um. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, they're so fun you remember the name. I, I don't. Well, yeah. I was a child. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I can barely remember what I had for lunch today. Um, the point is, baseball had two major free agents Yay. Um, oh. that people were competing for. Yeah, no, no. It's like, what? Um, were competing to sign, and mm-hmm. they were they wanted very large deals, and were like, what? What happened? They both got signed, Manny Machado and Bryce Harper, and it yep. was like, okay, that's that. Does do you see what the NBA does with NBA free agency? It should have been all, like these were the two okay, that's fair. of the top five stars, like recognizable transcendent stars yeah. in Major League Baseball. Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. Name three others. I don't need to because you they they got the deals. We heard about it. That's good enough. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like this should have been the biggest deal for baseball, period. But like, the Lakers are, are like, losing. How are we gonna worry about Bryce Harper going to the Phillies when the Lakers? This losing? is what I'm talking about. Like make it interesting, please. You had a huge opportunity, and now they're both signed for like the next 45 years. There's nothing ever to discuss about it ever again. <laughs> It's just like that's done, so missed that opportunity. Yeah, now go watch that's the baseball. That's literally never gonna happen again. There's that, that that that's never happening again. There'll be another one. Aaron Judge will resign and it'll be big. Anyway, not if they handle it like that. Um, all right, so it's the NFL Combine, so that means that teams are gonna ask inappropriate questions to uh, young men. Shouts to white privilege. Um, sure. I don't know exactly who asked these questions, so we cannot confirm whether the person that asked them were white, but. We can confirm that they were they seemed a bit unnecessary. And that a white man asked them to ask um, the questions. This is this is. A, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> I think that's safe to say. That is that's yeah. So previous years uh, questions that we that made us all uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was a thing. Didn't we discuss this like as a planet Earth that we were done asking these questions? Like didn't 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 the NFL say we're gonna crack down on these inappropriate crack questions? Crack down. Evolution is a slow process. So. In previous years, did you find your mother attract? Do you find your mother attractive? Was a question that was asked of a, 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 a young man in the combine. Okay. Um, if you were murdering someone, would you use a gun or a knife? That's an important question because a, a knife, a stabbing someone's a very personal crime. Right. Whereas, what did they do? Should be the follow-up. Is question. that the follow-up question? It should be. No, the follow-up question is: I would. The, the answer is: I would never murder is, someone. The answer is: <laughs> Is that a trick question? The, the, the answer is: uh, I mean, that's not my answer. But I the have answer an answer. Is, I just need more answer, variables. Okay, so let me ask you, just really quickly: uh, If you were murdering someone, would you use a gun or a knife? What did they do? Okay, ask me. If you were murdering someone, would you use a AR-15 or a machete? Uh, whatever's closest. Oh, okay, okay. I like right. that. Let's draft her. What kind of right? Uh, what kind of fish are you? Where does the sun rise? <laughs> that one I still don't know. Uh, in one minute, uh, list as many ways as you can think of to use a brick. Oh, easy. <laughs> oh, I got it. Easy. Yeah, All right, yeah. we don't have a minute. Keys for open this, doors, so bricks get... open windows. Okay, ready? One. Go. <laughs> yeah. What is a brick? Uses for bricks. Go. Uh, paperweight. Uh, building a house, uh, breaking into a car, breaking into a uh, home, breaking into a business, uh, breaking into your grandma's home, uh, breaking things. Is that still on the thing? Uh, denting something metal, um, throwing, catching. Uh, That's ten. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, carrying uh, load weight, uh, training <laughs> bricks. So off-white bricks, white tan bricks. <laughs> Just see the lit. It's actually not 50 bad. Fifty mo bricks, bricks. It's actually not bad. Thank you. Um, last, so those are all. I real didn't do questions. well in the wonder lick though. Those are all real questions. Well. I didn't do very well in the wonder lick either. Not, it's not easy. Um, all right, uh, you are really tickling Heller today. He yeah, loves this. Brick Pardon talk. me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, last year the questions were: Do you like men? Um, yeah, they cool. Uh, <laughs> you really ace the combine. Had you been a touch more athletic, that might have been the thing for you. Then my feet need to stay on. Yeah. The uh, yeah, and then of course the infamous Des Bryant. Um, I heard your mother sells herself. Uh, how do you feel about that? Shout out Jeff Ireland. Um, which, like, really, once that became public, it should have been a complete overhaul of right. how these interviews are done. Mm-hmm. However, this year, uh, Chris Boyd said he was asked if he has both of his testicles. What was his answer? 
I don't know. Okay. But it still seems like it's a bit of a Man, stretch. No, any body issue is a safe one because like aerodynamic and stuff like that, how people run, <laughs> things like that. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, the Celtics cannot seem to get it together. Um, Jalen Brown has discussed uh, toxic environments. Yes. Kyrie, was that, was that Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? Uh, I believe it was Jalen Brown. Okay. Um, yeah. Kyrie is very off of the extra media attention, mm-hmm. which I sympathize with because I do think it's on just a whole other level these days than it ever was before in the history of the world. Yeah. So I'm sure it can get exhausting, but also it comes with the territory, so you do have to find a way to manage that. Or you know, step off the pedestal mm-hmm. of being a superstar, which you can easily do. Right. Kawhi Leonard seems to be able to avoid that. Um, Just that's stop his, talking. That's, yeah, that's his personality. And laugh only. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm concerned about them going into the playoffs. Uh, as I said last week, nothing really has changed. Mm-hmm. I think they've lost seven of their last ten, if I'm correct. Um, so I, it's, some, it, I guess that, that Lakers, there's a Lakers-Celtics game on Saturday. That's going to be really interesting. Just, just two, them imploding at the same time feels right. Because I feel like when it when the rise comes, it could be simultaneous as well. It'll be interesting yeah. also because there's a lot of, of chitter-chatter about uh, Kyrie joining, joining LeBron in L.A. next Ooh. year. So Need we'll it. see. All right. What's in the Migos Culture Report? 2 Chainz released his fifth studio album Friday titled Rap or Go to the League, an album A&R'd by LeBron James during one of his worst stretches in NBA career. <laughs> <sighs> This star-studded album features features such as Ariana Grande, Lil Wayne, Travis Scott, Kendrick Lamar, Chance the Rapper, and many more, with a decent mix of radio-ready hits like Money in the Way, sports anthems like NCAA, and socially conscious bangers like Sam. I have no doubt in my mind that 2 Chainz has set the bar for Rap Album of the Year for 2019, and I'm excited that the 41-year-old rapper from Atlanta still has plenty of bars left in the tank just like LeBron. Did you listen to it? What do you think of the album? Uh, I did listen to it. Uh, I love it. I think it's, it's great. I mean, uh, two changes in the building today. He, uh, yes. He was undisputed. Yes, he wore a hat. He, uh, he was, did wear uh, a hat. Yeah, he was, uh, he was uh, dripped out. Um, drip, drip, drip. Yes. Uh, yeah, I like it. Touch of Society is my is my favorite jam. Okay, yeah. Okay, on, yeah. On that's, that a, that's, a, that's a good. That's um, good. The but first, it's good. It, yeah. has a, it has a very... Um, what's the sound I'm trying to think of? I don't know. It's good. Yeah. It reminds me, it has a little touch, weirdly. It's like 2 chains meets um, Quali-ish. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Uh, boy, Ninth Wonder, there's like, the production is crazy on it. It sounds, I don't think there's enough fat in the album. Because I like, I like, I like when 2 chains just does some crazy stuff. This is almost too tight. Uh, I guess we saw on the thing, there's probably going to be a deluxe version rolled out since LeBron A&R'd it. Um, but... But I, I like the concept, and it's like a bunch of great messages in there. Get married. Uh, if you like a girl, use a condom. Uh, slow down if you're doing something that's going to make your family have to bury you. Like It's just like a rap album that, I, that I'm that i glad is like out in the ether right now because there's a lot of mixed messages about what right and wrong. And can I say it's it's kind of it was alarming to me that, that this is the first album called Rapper Go Straight to the League. Yeah, Rapper Go to the I'm League. Like, we've been saying that Rapper for a go while. To the rapper league. Go to the League. It feels like I've, we've been saying that for a while now. It's like it takes two chains. It, yeah, thank two, two chains says the things. Pretty girls love trap music. Right. Rapper go to the league. It's like, oh yeah, we didn't think like, about course. this. Of course, yeah, we've been saying that. Yeah. Like now you really said. It, now you said it. Yeah, you right. said it. You said it. Said it. Good album though. Yeah, shouts out to LeBron. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us this week. Yes. Uh, make sure you follow us on our social media pages at Baby I'm Crazy Pod Newman Dude. Show ninety nine. Yes. Joy Taylor Talks. Yes. And subscribe on YouTube at Maybe I'm Crazy Podcasts mm-hmm. um, and Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, and we're on SoundCloud, too, if you like to listen that way. Shout uh, but we appreciate you joining us, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Oh.